Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, this is Steve Shanyaski. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Say with... your name so quick then. Well, this is Steve Shanyaski. Uh, well, thank you, Joe McGrath. And Sammy Lee, we're with the Sammy Lee from the old days. <laughs> well, I know fa- who is the Sammy Lee? Sammy Lee, old the footballer. old Liverpool ball oh. manager and all of that thing. Yeah, yeah so, but with, we're with an actual years. football journalist. Sam Lee's joined us instead Correct. of Danny Jackson today. And uh, you've been saying that Sterling's one of the best players currently in form in the league, and I completely disagree. I say it's someone else. <laughs> Listen to the podcast and you decide. And what else do you want me to say, Jim? <laughs> Just say, have a lovely say, podcast. Yeah, have a, listen have a lovely and review. Imagine that they're Twitter. in the bath. I don't want to do that. Why? Is it the second bath? Because my imagination is very, oh, yeah, very yeah, powerful. This is, this is the second bath. The second bath. You... That will all come clear. Yeah, that's, a, that's an. <laughs> and in-joke. if you're on the toilet, um, get off it because uh, you've probably already done it. <laughs> we've got a lad. We've got a lad ringing in. Um, he's doing a dissertation. Dis- dissertation. <laughs> Dissertation about whether why Liverpool has so much prejudice against it and why nobody wants them to win the league. Good luck to the lad. I don't know what he wants to do further in his career, but cheers, and it's exciting to listen to his opinion. Bye. Bye now. Have a good podcast. Bye. Cheers. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday and this is the Manchester Football Social in its all of its glory as the Premier League enters the business end of the season. And though it is Wednesday night, we have still got two Premier League games to preview for you today on this show. Because like I said, it is all guns blazing now for the Manchester clubs as one goes for the quadruple and one makes sure they're in Champions League action next season. On the blue side of Manchester, we've got Sam Lee for the first time joining the Wednesday show. Hello, Sam. Hello, mate. Uh, and we got the gorgeous. Uh-huh. I'm going to say gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I've had a summer haircut. Is You've this, had is a this summer haircut. This is what's you're exciting looking you. Streamline. You're looking sexy, Steve. Thank you. It's sexy, Steve. <laughs> streamline. Streamline, sexy, Steve. Streamline, sexy, Steve. Uh, tonight on the show, because we've got two massive games that are happening. One just at the Etihad across the road. Manchester City takes on West Ham. And uh, United travelled down south to take on Crystal Palace. It is all going to be about them big games at the end of the show. But right now, we're going to get into things. Talking about Brendan Rodgers' return into the Premier League. Talking to a a student who's writing a dissertation on why Liverpool are the most hated club in the Premier League. And no one wants them to win the trophy. But first, a talking point that has really got everyone going on social media. And our social media is MCR Footy Social. We're talking about who is the most on-form player at the minute in the Premier League. This all comes from Sam yesterday on the Manchester City show, Blue Moon Rising, get the podcast, um, where you said, Sam, you're the most, the person in form at the minute is Raheem Sterling. Well, yeah, I said he's up there. He's definitely up there. Um, and I was kind of throwing it back to a bit wider, but a few months ago, everyone was saying he's an Eden Hazard, best player in Europe. And if that's the level, if, then, you know, Sterling is not far from that. Like, I don't want to dwell too much on stats, but... They've got the same amount of goals. Hazard's got one more assist. Mm-hmm. Gra- grabbing that goal in 
the dying minutes when you were a man down in uh, against Schalke last week. That was pretty impressive, I must say. Yeah. That, that was all Sterling, yeah. wasn't it, really? And, and the thing with Sterling is, how many times when he goes through on goal, whether you're a City fan or not, you think he's going to score this? You know, when he's actually got time to think about it. But that was such a great little finish and it's such an important time. And that's kind of what makes me think he's right up there in terms of the best players because... He's just making the difference now, and he's he's kind of carrying the team on his shoulders a bit. Well, that's what I always find. Sterling's a bit like Rashford that he needs a few chances to get you know to get the goals. He needs a couple of chances, maybe in terms of one on ones, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're so good at giving him those tap ins, and he's always there for them. He's always there for them. Like I said, that's what Sam believes. Eight double seven double one oh three four five treble one seven six two five. The best on form player at the minute in the Premier League. When you're watching them, you think they are unbeatable. They're the world's best. Uh, let us know what you think. MCR 40 Social. I'll read out your comments if you've got them in early doors. Uh, but do text us now, 87711, or give us a call, 0345 7625. Uh, let's open it out. We'll have a chat. We'll go into a bit more about Raheem Sterling. But, Steve, for you, who is the best player at the minute well, in the Premier und- League? Undoubtedly, Lukaku. <laughs> Lukaku <laughs> I am obviously joking Poor guy at the weekend I'm joking It's Pogba It's Pogba If If You narrow it down To only looking 13 games back Before That When Mourinho was there His, his appearance His performances His assists His goals Was woeful In consideration To how he is now But since Solskjaer's come in He's had a complete Change of spirit Which is worrying Going forward I'll be completely honest with you But at the moment His form is just incredible You know I, I had When you mention it online I had to get the com- Competition between Sterling And Pogba So over the last 13 games Pogba's got 6 assists Turner's got 3 uh, And 9 goals Over 5 So in that sense Yeah You, you can say But the trouble is Um the killer game, PSG, just didn't, didn't turn up. In fact, he even got sent off. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> so that's, 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 that's the, the one worry, issue with it. The absolute killer game when you're playing against all your French pals and all that. He just he didn't really appear, but he was marked. But then again, that isn't that, you know, that's what you do to a top player. You mark, you mark the hell out of him and... Yeah, it is. Um, but to be fair, there's always so much attention on Pogba. Yeah. Absolutely loads of it, loads of scrutiny, loads of stuff about social media, haircuts and all of that, and so much expectation. And to be fair, he was the world's most expensive player for a while, you know, when United mm-hmm. signed him. But he is delivering on that. Fine, yeah, the PSG game, we can say that's a one-off, really. When you look at his form in the Premier League, and if we're talking like the best Premier League player, then I agree with you, he's definitely up there, because those numbers you mentioned are absolutely scary. and He's scoring and creating so much it's he's a bit of a joy to watch at the minute. To be fair, yeah. It, and I people don't it's feel fluid, sorry. People it's don't feel like sorry for him, do they? But I felt sorry for him. To be fair, the kind of stick he was getting. I blame Mourinho for a lot of the troubles he was having. And go back a couple of months ago, people saying, you know, Pogba should leave. Gary Neville on that famous day when Mourinho went, went saying, "You do one as well." Imagine anyone ever saying now Pogba should do one at United. It's just not going to happen, is it? No, it's not. Well, Pogba uh, obviously has stepped up incredibly over the last couple of uh, weeks when Ollie has been in charge. Yeah. But you look at who you'd want to buy long term: Manchester United or anyone on the world stage. You look at big teams like uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid, and they see that the, there's consistency in Sterling's performance. Whereas yeah. Pogba, and like we say, we are asking about currently who is the best. And currently, you you could have a really good argument for Paul Pogba. But do you think you've mentioned it? The last couple of months have been really good. Do you think that the dampener is he was really poor at the start of the season, Steve? He was really poor 14 games ago. It was the moment. Is that it not was the, the judge mo- of his character. Though? They all were poor, though, weren't they? 
I mean, to be fair, there is a character thing there. Except for possibly Linga. I mean, there was a few that weren't, but, I mean, the the general... It must have been a most miserable experience turning up at the training ground and seeing Mourinho sat there with a big face on him and and just knowing that you've got to put in his... I don't know. It's just... It's made such a difference in going. The only thing I can say is, next season, when Solskjaer clearly is going to be there, let's see what he's like then. Because at the moment, he's shown a 50-50 side of his character almost, you know, split the league in half, the first 20 games, nothing event. And then since Solskjaer's turned up, he's been an absolute killer. World, you know, world, one of the world's best min- midfielders all of a sudden. It's the same guy, the same pitch. Yeah. Different haircut every week, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's changed. We are going to go all the way over. I can tell you we've got our first call in, 0345 7625 Have this debate with us. We're going to go over to, uh, to D- Dubai. We've got a call from Whoa, Dubai. Yes. Hello, Jamal. Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, very, good very night. good. You're through to the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much for giving us a call, mate. You're in Dubai. Is it as hot as it is over here in Manchester? <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Like, I, I just want to say uh, I'm really happy that I could get you tonight. Um, I was there for the Liverpool game. Um, it, it was obviously a breathtaking game that I have seen. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy with the team and the performance so far. Who is then for you, mate, the current on-form player in the Premier League? I think it's Raheem Sterling uh, without a doubt in my mind. Um, he's been very uh, productive to the team. Uh, he's been very influential in, uh, in major games and I think that makes a difference. Jamal, thank you very much for your call. He is giving his nod there to Raheem Sterling being the best player at the minute. I want to read some of uh, people's comments on uh, on Facebook and Twitter. MCR Footy Social. Uh, someone enters uh, Son into the frame from Tottenham yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable yeah, striker sure. um, he has scored in the last 21 goals uh, 21 games 11 goals 5 assists he's definitely been for on form Tottenham uh, but, I mean he, he's one of them that maybe goes under the radar Sam when you talk about the best players Sterling and Aguero and, and Pogba they grab the headlines but Son just keeps doing it consistently for Tottenham yeah and especially like Harry Kane was injured and everyone was like well that's the end of Spurs this season and he kept it going and then ironically Kane came back at the weekend and they lost but fair enough like Son, Son's done his job and yeah he goes under the radar especially up here in Manchester but you know I've got colleagues down in London and they're talking about him being like PFA player of the year so he's getting his recognition somewhere yeah, we're, he's a bit of a scolzy character. Keeps quiet, gets the job done, yeah. ama- to an amazing standard. But you know, it's. I think with Pogba, even when he's playing badly, he was just the focus of all conversation. That's the issue with this. With Son, he's just um, quality, with, quality, but gets it done. With Sterling being what you say is currently the best on-form player at the minute, Sam, does that mean there is no other player in the City squad better yeah. than him? Well, that's it. It's a bit of a split vote, to be fair. Well, I mean, you've got Aguero first of all because. Hattricks against Arsenal and Chelsea, and he's just he's blitzing everyone at the minute, especially at home. So he's up there. But yeah. I I did a poll the other day because I was quite interested because all the City fans are loving Bernardo Silva at the minute, a big time. Uh, but for me, I you know I think Sterling's been slightly their their best player this season. So I did a poll on Twitter, just out of those two, who would it be? And there was about ten thousand votes, and Bernardo Silva actually got fifty three percent of those votes. So 
There's probably a lot of City fans not just saying, forget Pogba. There, there's probably a few City it's fans like saying, what about Brexit? Brexit all over again! <laughs> yeah. Always like Brexit! Well, we're going to have the debate for a good three years. This is going to be a long podcast. Uh, no, that 53% is irreversible. <laughs> we, that cannot be changed. It cannot be. Uh, let's have a look then across the road because you want to look at who is the best. And we've mentioned players from United and Tottenham have thrown in there. Chelsea are sliding down a bit, but we have to look at who is currently on top of the league, and that is Liverpool. Now, although oh, they're yeah, tepid on top of the league, is, is any of their players really having the season that they had last year? Well, the year? thing is, you couldn't say any of them are on form at the moment. Like, no. their best form. But I do think Van Dijk is going to win PFA Player of the Year. I just think that's like a narrative that's been set in stone for a long PFA time. PFA Player of the Year, Van Dijk, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Because he's come in... And look, people need people need these changes to be obvious in football. They need yeah. to they need to look at last year and they go Liverpool weren't going to win the league. They're not. They weren't close. This year they are. What's changed? Oh, they got Van Dijk. Yeah, he's and the that is an easy narrative to swallow. Tighten that up, isn't yeah. it? I mean, don't get me wrong. He's been quality as well, but he's got the narrative to go with it. But and I think that's kind of setting. I will say, watching him on Sunday and the mess what there was left of United in terms of who could play, what was left on the pitch, the tactics. I can't see Liverpool winning the league if they couldn't beat us that day because we were just so on the back foot. And I, I watched uh, the, the last 45 minutes again yesterday and just watched it and just thought there was a lot of chances. Liverpool never really made any difference and we were just a, just a disaster of injuries and stuff. And if they can't break through that, at a key moment when everyone was build, everything was building up to that game for about a month, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they had the chances and they just, just no way. Well, Salah getting taken off says yeah. everything, doesn't it? Yeah, like, that's what you mean. Like, none, none of them are on form, especially the, the attacking players. No chance. So Van Dijk uh, would be, if he did win PFA Player of the Year, the first player to win it since 2004. Who won it then? Steve? Sam probably knows this. No way, I don't the defender. know. Defender. Defending 2004. Oh, oh yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Vidic. No, Terry, it? it was John Terry. Okay, Sam with the first point of the. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> which is the first point, which brings us on to a little thing we want to do throughout the whole show today. Because Sam, you are, you know, I mean, me and Steve. Uh, how intelligent do you think you are, Steve? <laughs> I don't think I'm very intelligent. If it's an IQ thing, I think I'm probably one of the world's highest top-rated things. That you <laughs> do you think? Are you yeah, that? yeah. I just, I just struggle to communicate. You know. Well, Sam, uh, you are a journalist. <laughs> yes. So uh, we're going to take a little feature that our breakfast show do uh, on Excess Manchester, and that is where they get a headline or a news story that has no puns attached to it. Mm. Uh, and then they ask the listeners to come up with puns. So what we're going to do is I'm going to create now a little story that involves one of the Manchester clubs, and we, by the end of the show, have to come up with puns a punny headline for this story. You can get us on text 87711. I know you love this. Right, imagine <laughs> this. This is the case. It is the Premier League. It is the last game of the season. Manchester City against Brighton. Aguero scores, scores a last-minute winner as he hits a shot that bounces off a block of cheese. Okay. What? Could happen in Brighton. Headline. Could happen in Brighton. Could happen in Brighton. What is your headline? Don't need them now, but get working on them. (laughs) What is your headline? I'll say that again. Manchester City score a last-minute goal from Aguero in the Premier League to make them win the trophy. It hits off a block of cheese Aguero's shot and goes in the back of the net. I don't, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I have got the best one. Have you got the best one? Yes. Because I bet you, I bet you, we've got the same one. 
No, 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 don't oh, say okay. it yet. Don't oh, say right, it yeah. yet. Let's, we're gonna have, let the suspense kick in. We're going to have three of these, three of these uh, throughout the show, and you can be uh, the person who comes up with the best one. Sam and Steve both think they've got exactly the same. What could be your cheese pun headline for Aguero scoring a goal in the last game of the season that bounced off a block of the cheese against Brighton. Uh, gents, I want to, whilst you get your text in, 87711, bring your attention to last night's game of football. It wasn't very interesting, no sort of high hitters. Everton, probably the most high-profile team in there. Huddersfield won 1-0 against Wolverhampton. Uh, Leicester won 2-1 against Brighton. Newcastle United won 2-0 against Burnley. But this then, sort of, we are quite in a privileged position in the city to talk about who's going to win the league. So I thought we'd just gently touch upon um, who's going to go down. Ooh. Right, let me read you the bottom three out, if you don't know. Southampton are in 18th with 24 <laughs> points. Fulham in 19th with 17. Huddersfield with 14 points. Above Southampton, who are in 18th with 24. You've got Cardiff on 25. Brighton on 27. Sam, when you're looking at the table, who for you are going to make the chop? Huddersfield and Fulham have gone, haven't they? It looks unfortunate. Pretty much. Huddersfield with 14 points. Well, this is like... You can tell me, to be honest, even if they had 20. You know who's cooked the worst two dinners, so we just need to pick the (laughs) third one. So those two definitely, right? Huddersfield didn't even go in the oven. They've cooked the worst deconstructed trifle you've ever seen in your life, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, who's the other one? The final one. Cardiff. You reckon? Yeah. So I have Southampton, Brighton, Burnley, you think Cardiff are going to... You're staring me out here, Steve. I'm just thinking like Brighton, though. They just don't seem to... No, Brighton, well, that's it. Brighton never seem to do anything, but they're always last on match of the day or penultimate on match of the day because they've beaten someone 1-0 and no one cares, but they still get three points for it and they'll probably be about four or five points safe. They just do enough to get by, don't they? But Grind nobody ever out. takes any notice. Yeah. Like they've, they've beaten United this season, last season... But then no one, you know, then they just get their points against like Burnley or Watford or whatever. No one's particularly bothered. But they've, I think they'll do enough. They've cooked a fish dish and they've put samphire on it. Yeah, they make they and they've made a meat sauce and it's the meat sauce. <laughs> I don't got, know what you're it's on got about. The chefs going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Steve? Brighton just don't maybe have that fight. I you just know? don't think. I just can see this. They just seem to be collapsing at the moment, and they just don't have any, you know, final fight. Uh, Final shot power or anything. Just, just, it just. I just get a feeling that they've they've run their course in the Premiership and it and it's about done. They just don't seem to be closing the deal at the moment. Really, that's what I'm saying. It's all about that fight. It's all about that grit. It's what you've got in the tank left at the end of the season because it all will come down to them final couple of games. But you look at someone like Brighton who does have Manchester City and Arsenal as their mm. final two games. It's really? going to be tough. For Brighton all the way down there, but maybe it makes us think about how uh, thankful we are for being in quite a privileged position. Um, there was a point during the season where there was a laugh about United possibly going down, Steve. It was, I remember it. In a weird little fantasy you have when you, when you sat on the toilet thinking too much. Because <laughs> that's what you do as, you know, grown adults. Well, when you forget there. your phone and there's there's no shampoo bottle in reach. <laughs> think about United getting renegade. And you shower yourself twice because you were thinking too much about United and you've forgotten if you've had a shower. Do you know get that? I do I that. I know you mean, right. When, so you, when, I, when, I come, when I turn up clean, overly clean, that's what's happened. I've been, <laughs> just I've been, been thinking, thinking too much and forgot where about I got, the show too where I've had a shower or not. Uh, what we concluded in this first section, what are we saying? Sterling is just edging it as the, currently the best no. on-form player in the Premier League. No. I, I'm overruling you. Poggers. 
Poggers. Poggers. Not man. if you call him Poggers again. Uh, we also <laughs> uh, have ruled that Pogba is second place. We're going to give him second place. That's cool. Are you, Steve? No, unacceptable. Can I just say, City fans will still be annoyed about that. And if you're listening, City fans, I feel your pain. So what do you think? What, what would be oh, your top the, three? What would be your top three? You know, to be fair, hey, if you're going to say something like that, you're going to say what your top three would be. I'm st- no, I'd go Sterling, Pogba, Bernardo, Oof. and I hope the City fans don't let me back into their community. But I'm just letting you know, people aren't going to be happy with that top because they think f- Bernardo Silva's even better yes. than Sterling. Top, top three for you, for me. Pogba, Pogba number one. <laughs> Pogba number one. Um, I would say Bernardo Silva number two. I'm afraid he is. An inc- he's been an incredible player for him. Don't <laughs> he's be just stupid. Wipe it's, no, we talked about this. And then third, I would probably say um, Phil Jones. <laughs> well, who can? There's so many to pick from. Sanchez, Sanchez. Jones. Oh, amazing. Oh, well, we are going to be on goal. air. Hopefully, uh, whilst the team news breaks, if it breaks a bit early, we'll make sure we give it to you. We've got to take a little break, but coming up, we're going to be speaking to a lad who is uh, at university doing a dissertation on why Liverpool are the most hated team uh, in England and why no one wants to win. Uh, no one wants to let them win the Premier League. So we'll make sure uh, we get all of his answers. It would be wonderful. We have got to talk about Brendan Rodgers still returning to the Premier League. We've got two big Premier League games, uh, United in action as well as City. And Samley, as a new uh, Wednesday club resident, has to do his initiation, Sheffield Wednesday. All that and more coming up after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Wednesday Club and the Manchester Football Social. You're not daft. No, it is Wednesday. And we are previewing two big games for the Manchester clubs as Manchester City are at home uh, to West Ham and Manchester United travel down to Palace. A very uh, injury-struck Manchester United. Mm. Hopefully, uh, the team news might break a tad earlier than uh, than expected. Well, normally it's an hour before, but because we're off, off air by seven, we'll try our best to give you any little updates we can before the big games happen tonight. So you best stick with the Manchester Football Social. If you're listening on the podcast as well, you probably already know what awful team Ollie's had to put out because of all these Injuries to Manchester United. Uh, we thank you very much for listening. On the red side of Manchester, we've got Steve Shanyaski. Oh! And on the blue side, Sam Lee. Hello. Uh, Sam, uh, you are what we'd like to call a trained journalist. Are you a journalist? Are you a trained journalist? Yes. You trained. Right, okay. So, so, we thought we might do a game of pun around, which, if you don't know, is we come up with a story that deserves a punny headline. This is the story Sergio Aguero scores a last minute goal in the Premier League's final game to make Manchester City win the Premier League. However, his strike bounces off a block of cheese that has been thrown into the middle of the pitch. What is the punny headline? Anything you can think of, Eight double seven double one. We're collecting them all and we'll be reading them at the end of the show. And I, uh, you two, you, I, mean, I mean, Steve, you're funny, so you you better have something. I got and, some. Uh, you're a change journalist, Sam. Okay, yeah, I wonder where you're you going You claim to have the best well, one that was... You cla- oh, well, I'm oh, telling you, we've either got the same... Same yeah. pun. And if we have, I'll let <laughs> you Oh, you're wrong, it, mate. No. Now, we are uh, obviously in the, in Manchester and we uh, you, you follow Manchester City, Sam, all the time and there was really pressure on them to, to win the Premier League, not just from City fans, but because United fans don't want to see Liverpool win the Premier League. Correct. So, and, and, and what we are going to speak to a gentleman now called Harry. Hello, Harry. 
Hello, guys. How are you doing? I'm very Good well. Harry. Harry, thank you very much for giving us your time. Uh, you uh, are doing something as a student. At uh, what university did you go to? Uh, Falmouth. Oh, Falmouth. Very down south, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, quite a trek, yeah. Quite a trek. You're doing a dissertation, and it involves the Premier League. What is your dissertation on, Harry? Uh, well, uh, I've come up with a sort of documentary idea um, instead of a dissertation. I want to look into why Liverpool have become, more this season than ever, the most hated club in, in the Premier League. Oh. Now, I do get where you're coming from, Harry, because, you know, it's not just United fans that want to see him. I, I feel like there's a, a general consensus around the UK that no one wants to see uh, Liverpool win the Premier League. Mm. When you decided the idea, did you have much ammo in your, in your locker or was this something you just wanted to delve into? Um, and what have you discovered? Well, I mean, I came up with the idea recently. My uh, previous idea fell through. Um, I've spoken to a few people and I decided to tweet out about the idea. Um, and I've had a flurry of responses, um, some probably rude, uh, too rude to say on air. Um, but, you know, uh, a, lot, a lot of people giving me a lot of ideas of, of why they're so hated. What are the, what are the ideas? Uh, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the consensus is that it's, it's down to the fan base and um, the, the way the fan base acts. Steve? That's <laughs> you're referring to Liverpudlians. That's a hospital pass. <laughs> yeah, I've got to tread carefully because I gig you there. Gig a lot I Liverpool. gig in Liverpool quite a lot. I spent the entire of, of December there. Um, but I will, what I will say is, um, old school wise, uh, Liverpool Manchester. I've got a massive rivalry because of the Manchester Ship Canal, and that developed into local tribal hatred because that's what human beings do. But for Man City, which developed last year, and I always talk about, and you always tell me off, the vandalising of the bus during the Champions League was the massive turning point to get all City fans hating Liverpool as well. And it's things like that that is the reason why. Is any, anyone tweeted you that, Harry? Yeah, I've had a few, of, a few of mentions of the coach uh, destruction, yeah. Um, but yeah, they just had so much response, really, and I'm just inquisitive as to why United fans would now rather see Man City win the league than see Liverpool. It is true and it's a big question. We, I don't know, I, I can't really put a finger on it but something is stopping me from wanting Liverpool to win the league and uh, Man City to beat them ahead of it. Will you speak to Liverpool fans and speak to them about why they believe they are hated? Yeah, yeah, I want to get an idea from both sides. I'm actually a Liverpool fan myself. But, so, oh, uh, are you? You're a Liverpool fan what? yourself? Yeah. What did you so, say then, Steve? What? I said, what? <laughs> Sound like something else. <laughs> what? what you call him out No, on not at all. <laughs> I, said, I said it on stage a lot. Um, Liverpool, Liverpudlians, Scousers, oh, okay. have got a massive persecution complex. <laughs> In general, when you're on stage, if I start mocking and, and taking the mick out of Liverpool... I'm in dangerous ground, whereas other cities like Cardiff, Newcastle, you do that, you're absolutely fine, no problem at all. What about Manchester? Manchester's fine, I'm from Manchester. If a Liverpudlian was to come to Manchester and do it, then it's a disaster for that act. I think it'd be all right. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad idea, mate, telling you. I've seen it. Will you, Harry, share with us what you find uh, weeks down the line? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd be more than happy to come back on and, and give you more of an idea, yeah. Lovely. I would say all the best in the Premier League, but I really don't want you to win it. Bye, Harry. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> that was Harry there. We'll make sure any progress we share on the MCR footy social uh, and we have a chat with him later on to make sure the project is going down really, really well. Um, and hopefully as the season goes on, City 
gets the top of the yeah, pull away. <laughs> pull, pull as away. as possible. It's a weird thing to hope for, but from what I saw on Sunday, there's every chance Liverpool didn't look great. We'll, we'll stay with Liverpool, and the next manager of Liverpool, Brendan Rodgers, <gasps> has returned to the Premier League in what I believe Who is was the, the lucky qu- team. The quickest turnaround I've ever <laughs> seen. Sky Sports announced that they were in talks. By the time I'm having, uh, in the morning, by the time I'm having my lunch, he's already there. Quicker, quicker than Michael Carrick's two days as uh, standing yeah. manager for United. <laughs> yeah, quicker quick, than that, mate. Quicker, much quicker than that. <laughs> I think the question for me is, when yeah. we look at Brendan Rodgers, is, was he a good manager? He took Liverpool to second league. I mean, Klopp's not done that yet. He came third last year. Was he a good manager? Yeah, uh, the thing with Rodgers is it's a bit like the Sterling stuff, where if you say Raheem Sterling's the best player in the Premier League, some people will automatically go, what? You yeah. can't... Sterling, yeah. really? And if you now say, you know what, Brendan Rodgers, not a bad manager, people are like, what? Because there's yeah. all the jokes and the Twitter memes and whatever, and he's a ridiculous character, isn't he, Rodgers? Yeah. Mm. Like, all the stuff on the documentaries and the, <laughs> yeah, the little anecdotes that filter out about him is a ridiculous character. But if you look at that time again at Liverpool, t- you know, it's a different Liverpool to what it is now with you know, the money spent on Alisson and Van Dijk and that kind of investment mm-hmm. in Salah, he was very close to winning them the league that day. Well, that, I say that day because I'm thinking in my head, the Chelsea game. Yeah, because yeah. Gerard slipped and then wow. Gerard took it upon himself to have about 100 shots. And what really can you do there uh, as a manager to turn that around? It was, it was just that. So he took Liverpool, as well, closer than any other manager has actually managed to winning the title. I think what got rid of him in the end was he didn't win a cup in his first three seasons and that mm. was I think I was the first man- Liverpool manager ever or in like 50 years or something but that's because that's the pressure of being a Liverpool manager you know, they weren't when he was there That they don't have a d- divine r- right to win trophies Liverpool they, mm. haven't, they haven't had that for about 20 years so if we look at it again he wasn't he wasn't bad like but it was because he was kind of a ridiculous character yeah. and a bit of a a, a bit of a joke in a way just because of what he's like off the pitch that he got eased out of the door a bit easily well he's in charge of Leicester and uh, I mean all, all the best to him Steve well it's a basic basic team that just sort of gets that somewhere between 10 and 6 almost every year and that's about all he'll achieve there I mean he's a good manager he just gets the job done but there won't be anything great going to happen he won't do a Ranieri or anything you know can you imagine what a, what, what would be unbelievable? What on beat, beat Liverpool. I was just thinking, if I, you know, when they say your life passes before your eyes, when you, when you, you know, when you're in your last minutes of life, and so I would say, I would swap all that to watch that moment where Gerard <laughs> slips on a loop for half an hour. I would swap my entire non, not nothing's really happened in my life, but I would swap it for that moment over and over again for half an hour because it was glorious. Couple of things I've got to say is yeah, I agree. Glorious. How are you, Steve? Uh, I've got uh, this is from Lee uh, from Collier saying it's got to be Sterling who is currently the best on form player that helps you there, Sam. Back up your argument eight double seven double one. We'd love to get your puns in. Got a couple coming in already. So what we're doing is a punny headline. We need it from you. Imagine this. Sergio Aguero scores the last minute winner in the Premier League to secure the Premier League for Manchester City. He scores it by his shot being deflected off a block of cheese and uh, thrown on the pitch by a fan and that goes flying in the back of the net. Can you text us a punny headline that would be on somewhere like the back page of the newspapers the next 
day. By the way, can I just say, never mind the puns. Imagine that actually happened. That would be unbelievable. Do you remember when that, that goal went in against Liverpool? Yes, off the beach that's ball? exactly. But what this I, is like times a million. Yeah, It'll be, this would be the best thing a in block the world. Of cheese. Uh, we're going to play our first game because it's the Wednesday Club and we like games. But I just want to throw your attention uh, to a special podcast that I put out uh, on yesterday, and it was a podcast where I got to go down to hotel football and have a chat with Ryan Giggs and Gary Neville. Wow. The podcast is on uh, Manchester United Football Social. If you search that, give it a uh, subscribe and listen to it. Here's a little clip of Gary Neville when he was talking about that Sarri uh, goalkeeper incident on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Which was Steve. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Here's what Gary said about the whole event. This is Gary Neville. To be honest with you, in any other business, the employee would be sacked. Yeah. But this is football, it's a completely different business. And actually, also, if you just sit back, emotions sometimes run high and you do things which, to be fair, are not normal in football matches. You know, I think back to things that I did sometimes on the football pitch, and I've never hit none in my life. But then I you know, went to Ed but Steve McManaman on the football pitch in a, in a big game. I, I, why did I do that? I've never done that ever. So you just do things sometimes that let yourself down and sometimes make mistakes in rash situations. And that just probably has to be reflected upon. Um, I think if you're a player in the dressing room, you're pulling him in line, if you've got a strong dressing room. I think if you're a manager, you probably want to discipline him to the highest level. I think if you're an owner, you've got to say financially and economically it isn't going to work to sack him because we're going to lose £70 million. So you're in a situation whereby you've got these sort of morals and principles and values pulling people say, oh, what would Sir Alex do? Well, Sir Alex had complete control of the football club. Sir Alex was in a completely different era and situation. It's not as easy just saying, oh, he should be this or he should be that. And players, to be fair, I've made mistakes myself as a player, but it was, a, it was an awful situation to watch from an ex-professional's point of view, a coach's point of view. It's the worst case scenario. That was Gary Neville. Go and get the full podcast. He even talks about his own experience when managing Valencia, when he should have done something that he shouldn't have done uh, in terms of bringing a player off and on. Oh, here we go. This is the, uh, the xylophone gonna a, of This is the music which says we're going to play a game now. Okay. And it all spuns from, uh, this is you against Steve, by the way, Sam against Steve. It all goes from Steve McManaman and uh, Gary Neville there. Gary Neville said he would have headbutted him. So what I've done is I've got the Premier League stats about yellow cards this season, uh, about clubs that have received the most yellow cards. Okay. I'm going to give you two clubs, Sam, and yeah. you're going to tell me who has got the most yellow cards. Yeah. Club A or Club B? Uh, very simple. Do you get the rules? Yes. Sometimes I start the game and I don't double check with everyone that they get the rules. Right, let's go with you, Steve, first. Okay, okay. Who's got the most yellow cards? Is it Arsenal or is it Southampton? I'm going to go with Arsenal. You're going to go with Arsenal? Petulant, petulant team. What would you have gone with, Sam? Uh, Southampton. Southampton. Steve, you are mm. wrong, unfortunately. Spain. We are climbing up to the top of the leaderboard here. It's rigged. Would you go for Sam Burnley or Manchester United? Oh, Burnley. Burnley, you are correct. <sighs> Would you go for Steve, the most team of the most yellow cards? Manchester United yeah. or Arsenal? 
I'm gonna go United. United. Mm. What the Actually, heck? I pressed the wrong button. You're oh, right. Oh, Manchester United are fourth. They've got 52 yellow cards this season. Yeah. Burnley are top with 58. It goes Wolverhampton with 55. Southampton with 54. Then Man United riding high. We're gonna go down to the bottom now. The I don't abyss. know why I'm saying it like I'm an 80s uh, sort of radio host. Right, right down <laughs> well, to the bottom. Who's got the most? something else. <laughs> Let's not go back. Hey, okay, Steve, come on. Let's go Tottenham. down to the bottom. Uh, Let's Tottenham or Let's Manchester City? Okay, Who's not asked? Uh, it's my go. Your go. go. Tottenham so or Manchester City? Who's got the most? Uh, uh, City. Ooh. Fortunately, wrong. Tottenham oh. with 38. City with 34. Oh. So we've gone Perfect. to the bottom two. Okay, one all. one all. Who is at the bottom of the most yellow cards to have in the Premier League? Get one guess each. Steve, who has the least yellow cards least? this entire season? The least. The least. I can't say that more. Right. The least. Um, I'm going to go for somewhere, someone very inert. I'm going to go for uh, Brighton. Brighton, what are you going inert. for? Yeah, that's a good shout, that. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite, though, and go Chelsea. Oh! What? What? They are second from bottom. Oh. I can tell you it is Liverpool. Oh. So you both unbelievably wrong. They are bottom. Uh, we've only 27 yellow cards yeah. this entire season. Uh, one more game for you, Sam. That's the final game for you today, Steve. Okay. You've done well. We can just put pressure on Sam now. Sheffield Wednesday is on its way. We're also going to be chatting to Danny Jackson, who is at City Square for tonight's big game against West Ham. United are at Palace. All that to come. I'm dead excited. You excited guys yeah. yes <laughs> wow <I am>. right, <laughs> that's all up after this Manchester Football Social subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show Manchester Football Social Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday night. The Wednesday club takeover from six till seven. But fortunately, unfortunately, sorry, we've only got about ten minutes left of your time and ours because Manchester City and United are both in action tonight. We've got Steve Shanyaski from the Red Side. Hello, Steve. Hello, Sam. Who is going to be? Are you flying over straight? Flying over? Are you yes. running over straight Sammy to the Lee? Etihad? Very much so. Sammy yeah. Lee. Why do you keep saying his name like that? He's a good footballer, isn't he? Sammy. Lee. On the show so far, we've already talked about who the best current form players in the Premier League if you missed it get the podcast we've already talked about Brendan Rodgers taking uh, charge of Leicester City if you missed it get the podcast we've already talked about to a student who thinks Liverpool the most hated team uh, in the uh, in England and why he, he's doing a whole dissertation on that if you missed it Steve get on the podcast now <laughs> hello Sam I am Hello, Sam. How else do you want me to say it, Steve? You say hello, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Right, Sam. We do a thing on Wednesday, uh, which is basically um, a little initiation. Mm. You've just got to do something in 30 seconds, um, uh, and it is While very simple. While holding these ice cubes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll be rubbing your face. Doing a roly-poly. No, the, it's very simple. You've got 30 seconds to name me either A, oh. a footballer, or B, a football team, beginning with a certain letter. Yeah. Today, I, it's landed on footballers. Okay. These are current footballers in the Premier League or in the EFL League, so from Championship to League One, League Two. Yeah. I've got a magic dice in front of me. The magic dice goes from A to Z. 26 sides. It's a complex I will roll item. the dice. 
And whatever letter it lands on, you've got 30 seconds to name me as many, many. footballers beginning with this letter. I am rolling. What, surnames. Surnames. surnames yeah, right. you can't just do what Steve did one day, just say Matt, 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 Matt. Rolling Johnny dice. Johnson, I'm a player, is actually a player, and I checked it out. So. You will not know the letter, and then your 30 seconds begin, you will go with W. W? Oh, I'm terrible under pressure. Whelan. Ooh. Um, Williams. Oh, tick. Uh, oh, I'm terrible at this. Um, you can do it. You can yeah, do it. Yeah, I can. Um, Whittle, no, Whittle doesn't play. No. Oh. Chelsea player? Willian. Good. Thanks very much. Um, West? No, yeah, West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making them up now. Um, Wogan. Wogan. <laughs> Are we giving it um, Winter Winterbottom. Oh, that That's terrible. Oh, Winterbottom. Why did it have to be W? It's the magic dice. Oh. Do you know what? Oh, that's so embarrassing. It's not. There's a phenomenon mm. where you get to four and you get utter brain lock. I didn't even get to four. You got to three. Yeah. You made up one. But you got brain lock at two when you yes. could have gone straight to from Williams to Willian. Yeah, Your brain yeah. would just say that. Correct. But you got the brain lock. So you've got you've got hyper brain lock, mate. Pressure. Good luck with that. <laughs> well done anyway. That was all right. I mean, that was good. I've seen big, Steve do worse. You've seen me do slightly better that. as well. Yeah, I have, yeah. I I'll when redeem you, myself When you, when you emailed me in the week <laughs> and told me the letter. And yeah. gave me <laughs> oh, what? I'm joking, Four, I'm joking. 14 days to prepare. Listen, we're going to go now <laughs> and preview uh, West Ham uh, against City and uh, United against Palace, but we still want your punny headlines. Imagine Aguero scores a goal in the last minute to win the Premier League for Manchester City, but he scores it by taking a shot and bounces off a block of cheese. Could only what happen would, in Brighton. What would the headline be? Eight double seven double one. You've only got a couple of minutes to try and beat Sam and Steve's uh, punt. Let's go to. Should we go to the Etihad or should we go down south first? Let's go down well, south quick, first. Qu quickly to United. The only th the only thing I've got is the I injuries. have heard injuries. that Marcus Rashford, Garner, Chong, Greenwood, Gomez have all arrived at Sellers Park with the Manchester United squad. Oh, Will they I'd play? I want to see Chong. I'd like, to see, I'd like Chong on the pitch. Sam, you are in uh, journalist mode now, as uh, I can see. Yeah. Is anything creeping through? No. Nothing's, <laughs> cre nothing's creeping through. No. Let's talk about United. Terrible Let's talk about out. United, though. So, Sam, uh, you can have a chat about this. If mm -hmm. um, you were to be in charge United, you got all these injuries. Well, do according to Paul Ince, I could have been, and I would have got the same yeah. results. Do you do you <laughs> stick the youngsters on? Because oh, if you didn't hear it... Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer said that, you know, defenders at a young age, it's quite hard to put them on, but def uh, strikers at a young mm. age, you give them that flair, that ambition, go forward, attack, do your thing. Do you expect to see any youngsters in the squad tonight? Um, yeah, in the in the squad, I think so. Well, maybe in the first level. No, and yeah. can I just put my Burt City hat on for a moment and say all this stuff about, oh, I should play Foden. Like, this is like when everyone's fit at City. And now... Everyone's injured at United, and it's like, oh, well, Chong might be on the bench. Yeah. So there's, let's let's have it right, as to borrow kind of a talksport phrase. Let's have it right. It, they probably should be in the team. I can't, I can't see, and this is going to be proved wrong within ten minutes, and everyone listening to the podcast is going to know that I was wrong. But I can't see them starting. I think there's enough senior options there. Even yeah. you know, Alexis Sanchez, Fred, Fred. Fred. Never mind the young yeah. lads. What's going yeah. on with Fred? Yeah, that's true. Pereira would be on the first team now. Yeah. Well, across Massive. the front line, Rashford's there as well, so... 
There's so much to, to Ollie to get his head around about what he does. This is such an important time. People didn't look past the Liverpool game for, for United. People thought the Liverpool game was lose or die. No, United have got a season of their own now to really fight for. If they want to yeah. get Champions League spot, yeah. it, it doesn't end on Sunday. And win the FA Cup. One, and the FA Cup. You know, it could be a derby final if they don't meet each other on the way. But... The squad isn't strong enough at the minute. Yeah, they got. They got. They don't want to be in this situation next year. Survival issues at the moment and get the right. Just anyone you can just to get that win tonight or the smaller teams and get those lads fresh. Like Martial's got to get back. We've got to get him back. Lingard, Rashford. You want that first team pick? I know everyone does, but he's only had ten games or he's had thirteen games with the team and they're just all getting injured so bad at the moment. It's just awful. Anyway. Let's see what happens later on. Let's see what happens later on. We are going to obviously be on tomorrow with the full-time Devils takeover doing an hour of Manchester United chat, get your calls in nice and early. Uh, That will all be about the fallout from tonight's game. Whatever happens. Uh, We've only got about three minutes left, so before we get your puns, let's move over to the blue side of Manchester. (laughs) City are in action tonight. They uh, have got to keep up this pressure. Liverpool, the top of the league. So many people have talked about, you know, is it City's to win? But come on, they're not even top yet. A slip up has to happen for Liverpool to to lose. It it really is Liverpool's to to lose. They've just got to win every single game now, Liverpool. Oh, just just win every just single game. Every, right. Yeah, but so does City. City just right. have to win every single game. Yeah, it's wow, it, it's mad. Um, and at the moment, Liverpool, as we said earlier, they're stuttering a bit. Yeah. Um, and then you know, Watford tonight, bit of a banana skin. Everton at the weekend, maybe a bit of a banana skin. If you forget all that, and if Liverpool go out of the Champions League, which they could do. And they can just focus on the Premier League from like after the next international break for the last two months of the season. Yeah. That's going to be massive because City are probably still going to be in the FA Cup, still in the Champions League, and all that. You know, it could just flip over again because of all those games. I really don't know which way it's going to go. There's so long left. Like there could be like, City could go top tonight if Liverpool mess up, and everyone will go, "Oh, it's done." I don't, it's not done at all. There's absolutely ages to go. Purely going from gut instinct and what I saw on Sunday, I can see Liverpool slipping up soon against the very lesser team you wouldn't expect it to happen to. And whether that would be because of tactical errors or a few injuries and just playing inexperienced players or an error or this, that and the other or the other team just wanting it more, I can see Liverpool just slipping up. They just, they had the chance on Sunday and they did not see it. And you know what? And like we said, it might all do uh, a reverse to the show today because we were speaking about current players that are currently on form and there is no standout Liverpool players that are grabbing their team by the scruff of their neck and charging them forward on this title race which is one of the most important title races they've had in years obviously there was that year where they slipped up but they are top (laughs) now they are top and they've got a a manager who knows what he's doing and has done it before and a squad that really someone needs to step up and City players they'll step up like no tomorrow Aguero scores two hat-tricks against Arsenal and Chelsea that's stepping up Someone needs to look at themselves in the gesture in Liverpool and think, actually, no, I don't know why I'm giving Liverpool advice here. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Guardiola yesterday said he wants to see something special from his team. He even said he's not bothered about how they play. He just wants to get a smell, and he did the little finger movements and everything. He said he wants to smell something in the dressing room, which I'm sure Steve will like. Have yeah, like on. Steve on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, make him, to make him know that his players want to win the title. He, he really went for it and said, look, they need to show me that they want to win it. So, yeah, it's exactly what you were saying there. So He knows his players need to step up and, you know, City have got a lot of contenders to actually do it. We've only got a minute left, unfortunately, on the podcast. Uh, if you're listening live as well, we won't have the team news for you, but you'll know that in about four minutes' time. So just settle. Go on to MCR40 Social. I'm sure Sam will tweet out from his own personal Twitter as well. What's that, Sam? 
My own personal Twitter is at Sammy underscore goal. Right. Not Sammy Lee. No. Not Sammy Lee. Stop saying Sammy Lee. Why are you so happy with yourself? <laughs> Pun around. Right, no. so because we have a, a lovely journalist in with the studio for yeah. us, someone who's, I would say, quite intelligent, more intelligent than us, we um, wanted to know that if Aguero scored a last-minute goal to win the Premier League against Brighton for Manchester City, but the goal is scored after it blocks, after it smashes off a block of cheese and goes into the back of the net, what would be the head Line. You two believe, or Steve believes, he's got the same one as yeah. Sam. Because you said it's the best it pun. The best so, Steve, so I'm saying it's definitely the well, same one. Well, go for what say, you've yeah, got. If, if it is the best, then you go for it, because your delivery of it will be better. Go for oh it. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. So, Aguero <laughs> shoots on the goal, hits a block of cheese, goes back in the net. Aguero, but instead it's Aguero. Okay. Aguero. <laughs> okay. Gruyere. And Sam, what have you got? I know you've said it again. It's well... It's the we all know what happened last time Aguero scored, the famous piece of commentary. Yeah, very similar to that. It's Ched Aguero. Uh, <laughs> I like Aguero. Right, so who's winning that one? It's Scott. I'm having it. Ched Aguero. I'll tell you if, some, if somebody delivered it better than me, that yeah. would be hands down. The, the listener, <laughs> I'm that's the who's winning. Man. Yes. The listener's winning because yeah. this content just can't be beaten anywhere else, can it? Gold, mate. Enjoy the show, Sam. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much. Sorry about the embarrassment that was footballers beginning with W. (laughs) Terry Wogan sneaking in. (laughs) We gotta go. Bye, Steve. Bye now. Enjoy the football tonight. Get over to the AR Sam. We'll be back tomorrow with the full time Devils takeover. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show.